are now listening to a single mama married podcast where women from all walks of life share their intimate life experiences by exposing real life scandals, deception, agony, and how they found happiness through their adversity. I am your host, Mo McCarty, and this is an unorthodox therapy. Take a listen. another episode of Single Mama Married Podcast and Unorthodox Therapy. Today we have Ronnie. Um, and, and as you guys know, um, during my episodes, I always choose specific women, different women from all walks of life, but one who can really share a message with you all. And so, so I'm going to give those... it off to Ronnie and tell, uh, ask Ronnie uh, to tell a little bit about herself so that we can get the day going, the evening going. So Ooh. please. Well, um, I'm 38. Yeah, 38. Okay. <laughs> Going on 39, um, and I am a single mother of two, two girls, 11 and seven. Okay. Born and raised in Los Angeles, California, but currently reside in Las Vegas, Nevada, for the past four and a half. Going on five years. Okay. Five years now. Like, yeah. Vegas is a lot slower, though. People don't understand. Yeah, People okay. think Vegas is fast paced. It is very slow. It is very slow, which is a good thing, though. If you want to get away from the Hollywood limelight, uh-huh. you want to have a peace of mind, believe okay. it or not, Vegas is the place to go to. Oh, wow. Because locals, we don't go to the strip like this. Oh, yeah. absolutely we not. Do and I know it's because like strips like this, when I say, hey, meet me here, it's kind of like a cringe because it's mm-hmm. like, damn, bitch, I got to go through and deal with all them mm-hmm. fucking people. I ain't got time yep. for that. And I, I know that that's how I feel about Hollywood. Yeah. When people say, hey... I'm in, I'm in the city, but yeah. here in Hollywood, I'm like, bitch, I do not want yeah. to go to the I don't deal with the traffic. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we do, unless somebody is in town, you will mm-hmm. not catch me up in these casinos. That's well, not what we do. Thank you so very much because <laughs> the bitch is in town and she is here to share her story. And so, um, you know, Ronnie, prior to us recording, I shared and asked that. Ronnie, what, what is that story? What is that one impact story do you feel like you can help women who've gone through what you've gone through? Wellness. And in what you've been through in your life. So please, like, let us know. Tell us whatever you're open to sharing with us. There's, I'm, I'm sure we talked a little bit about it, so I know what we're going to talk about. But. Um, I mean, for me, one, one of the main things I will tell a woman is just to keep believing in yourself. That's number one. Keep right. believing in yourself. You do not have to be a religious person. No. You have to be a spiritual person. Yeah. So you have to always believe in the back of your head mm-hmm. that God does not put more on your plate that you cannot handle. Right. I'm a firm believer in that. Amen. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't know, before I got pregnant with my first child, I had three bad pregnancies. Wow. I had three bad pregnancies. A lot of people don't know. Wow. I had one tubal pregnancy. Yes, yes, yes. By an ex-boyfriend in my early 20s. I did not know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I got pregnant again. By okay. I, I was pregnant by him three times. Okay. Two back to back, literally. Oh, wow. And I had two miscarriages. One suffered in a DNC. So, I had losses before. Mm-hmm. I got with my oldest daughter's father. We were only dating for like nine months right. too before I got pregnant. Okay. Another thing is, my story is so crazy because I felt like I wasn't out here being willy nilly and mm-hmm. screwing every fucking on everybody. Right, right, I'm right, not right, gonna right, lie. Right, right, right. 
I tell people this, and I think when I tell people how I got pregnant, they're, they're shocked. Yeah. I actually made my daughter's father go get a condom out of his car the night we had sex. Uh-huh. I made him go get the condom. He chose to take the condom off while we were having sex. Of course, she I was didn't too know. good. It was okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I did not know. And after we had sex, I was like, wait, did you come inside of me? You know what his first response was? Go sit on the toilet and go pee it out. I got, I got pregnant. Became oh, pregnant. get uh-huh. the fuck out of here. And, yep. and so what was his response to, obviously? Well, of course he wasn't happy because yeah. he had already had a child. Right. See, right, that's right, the thing. Right. He had already had a child. And, okay. you know, you really don't start to find out about a man until really, to be truthful with you, people say, I see so many people on social media be like, oh, you picked him. You picked him. That's not true all it's the time. So it's so not fucking true. true. And it I, pisses you know, I know me off. Story. It pisses yes. me off because... You don't really know how a man is, really, until you have a baby by that man. Oh, child. Get I that. didn't you know. Preaching. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. I didn't know my daughter's father <laughs> would turn out the way he turned out. Right, 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 right. right. Because when I was dating him for them nine months, right. he was a father to his right. first child. Right, right, He was. That's the, you know what's so, girl, you know I know I can relate like yes. to this. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, when I, when I got pregnant, I told him, I said, the main thing I want you to do is just be there for the child. I said, right. it's not about me and you. I understand we are not going to be together. I'm okay with that. Right, right. But be there for my child. And at right. first he told me he was. He was like, I'm obligated to be there. Yeah. Nope, once I had her, mm-mm. So it wasn't like a... Con- this Are you talking about the first baby, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Talking so, about my oldest. Yes, right. my eldest. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a smooth transition initially. So, But, you know, the outcome obviously has been a, a beautiful A blessing. Outcome. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But so the, the initial reaction wasn't a, like, a happy story. Mm-hmm. It was no. some trauma along mm-hmm. uh, the time. Oh, so yeah. let's get to the nitty-gritty of it. So it obviously didn't work out the way you wanted to. When did he come around? After four years. Get the fuck out of here. After, after four, four years, years. After four years. Yeah. Was he was he always in and out? Nope. So he no. was gone. He was out. He was gone. Years, completely. For four years. He was gone. Mom. For four years. That he seen her when she was a baby. Mm-hmm. I met him at a park when she was a baby after I had just had her. Uh-huh. Um he had told me, Oh, you know, I would help out financially. He was not ready to be there for her physically. Okay. So after four years, after a lot of damage, meaning and I'm talking about Physical damage on my end. Uh-huh. I busted windows. I you became crazy. The, 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 became, you, uh-huh. you became, became the very, typical very angry. angry baby, baby mama, mama uh-huh. that uh-huh. could not let go. I couldn't. You know what it was? It wasn't that I couldn't let go of him. Uh-huh. I couldn't let go of why do me like this? Right. Why do me like? What did I deserve mm. for you to treat me and this poor innocent child that looked exactly like you? Right. Like this. You get what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I so exactly what you mean. I feel after four years, um, I put him on child support. Mm-hmm. I, I finally, I finally got the courage to put Kirsch, him on child support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's the hard part too. Yeah. We got to tap into that. We'll talk about that a little later. Yes, but go ahead. And um, he had he wasn't paying, of course. He had finally got his life together, I believe. And he reached out to me one day and said, "I want to be there for her." And the door was never closed. I'm because yeah. I'm not that type right, right, of woman. Right, right, I was right, never right, like, right. no, you can't come see her. You can't come pick her up. It was like, okay, okay, okay. Well, just let's let's set it up. Yeah. But he still. So he was, was just he was just straddling the fence at mm-hmm. this point right yeah. now. And how oh, long yeah. did he straddle the fence for until you really drew the line on when he said, okay, enough is enough? Can I be truthful with you? Yeah. In my heart, no, I, in, my heart in, no, in my heart, in my heart. 
he still straddles the fence in my heart, in my mind. I still don't think that he is 100% the way he should be as a father. He's gotten better, Okay. but there is a lot of improvement that he needs to do. Yeah. Because he doesn't see my child as much as he should. So, which is, he's around, he's active, but is he 100% present? No. That's the difference. No. You can be active and you can say, oh, I pay child support and I can pay this, this and that. Yes, you have your financial obligations, Mm -hmm. but what about your emotional and your mental obligations to the child that you birthed, that you decided Mm -hmm. to... He's not, not there like he should. Okay. He's not there like how he should. How should he be involved? What is your definition of how should a father, a father be, be present, even when they're not with the baby mom? It's more, you have to put more of an effort. He does not put more of an effort. A father, and, and you know, let me say this, people have used the excuse, well, you've moved to Nevada. Yeah. In Los Angeles. I'm, I'm a four-hour drive homeboy and an hour flight. There is no excuse because I have seen fathers get on them planes, come get their kids. He does not, I feel like he still has a guard up in regards to how our situation became about. Okay. Even after all this, because right, right is a loving man. Yeah, I believe he yeah. will always have that guard, though. Mm. He will always have that guard. Because my daughter, mm. truthfully, does not have a bond the way she should with her father. Mm. But I have Could got that to the also point. be the reason why they don't have that connection is because of the, the distant behavior? I, be, I believe some of that. I, okay. I, let me say this, Mo. I have sat down and I have ask myself so many questions about why or could it could it be different should i move I, i've thought about even moving back home right to see if that connection will still be there mm-hmm. but i don't really know i don't i think i really truthfully think only god knows my answers mm-hmm. only god knows my answers and that's why i say i get up every day and i just be like i have I, I, what i did i ex, i call it acceptance now i have to accept the way this man both my baby daddies will be Right. Is it hurtful? It's hurtful as I don't know what. Damn. I sit in my room. I cry at times. I, like I said, I, you know me. I, I've lashed out right. on on right. other people or just certain situations. Right. But so, I, guys, I know that you guys just uh, heard Ryan say um, that she had two baby daddies. So mm-hmm. this is something that's important to share yeah. as well too. Okay, so so now we know baby daddy number one is not as active and it could be the reason because of how you behaved and that and, and you've admitted that so oh, yeah. you, so you recognize that which is great because a mm-hmm. lot of women oh, no. can't recognize that shit. i recognize i played my uh-huh. part i uh-huh. played my part definitely and so like do you think that you beat yourself up and you played a, a pivotal role on why the relationship might not be do you blame yourself for that i have i have okay. throughout the years i have yes okay. I, I definitely have blamed myself um i feel like i have Played, like I said, my part and just how I've acted throughout the years. But knowing the type of man that he is, he is a man that I don't really think that that has really affected why he's not there. Mm-hmm. I just think he, it, it's a, I, sometimes I don't know. I'm going to be true. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've, I've questioned myself so many times because he has moved on and he, he's, yeah, he's yeah. created a whole nother family. And you know, social media plays a big part. That's what I was also saying too, because because I feel like your impression of what a father should be and a father should be for their child, do you think social media and society has played a big part of how yeah. one should behave or how one should act? Because now you're being there's a lot of comparisons now. Mm-hmm. So now or how one how one is with his first child. Okay, exactly. And and, and I can you know I can relate to this because of that same <laughs> exactly. reason. Yeah, because how you would never think I think there's yeah. a level of rejection that you feel. Oh yeah. Oh and I felt a, rejected. Yeah. I, I I didn't feel worthy. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? 
saying? Like, oh, it was, it was so much, it was so much pain going. Like I said, Trauma. I questioned, like I asked God, why me? What, what did I, I feel like, what did I deserve to be put in this situation? Right, right, right. Period. Right. Like, you right. know what I mean? But I do feel like with social media and stuff like that, because if you look at my, my oldest daughters, both of them, actually, right. if you look at their social media, they look like great dads. They look like they all they look in like it. They look like they all involved in their children's lives. My oldest life. daughter's father has never posted a picture of her. And some people say, well, why does that matter? Because it shows you what type of person he is and yeah. how he's really still trying to hide. He has a 17-year-old daughter that just made 17. My daughter has never met her to this mm. day. So there's a lot. There's mm. a lot going on there. You know what I mean? And I, does that I, bother you? Of course it does. Of because it that's does. your baby. It, it, it's that's hurtful. Your little girl. Oh, it's hurtful. Yeah. Like I said, I've cried so many nights and still cry to this day about just feeling like the pain. What, what's what's really going it's on? Because it's still a wound that you, mm -hmm. like low key, that it still gets inflicted from mm -hmm. here from time to time because as the years progressing and she's getting older, that's she's right. being mature and she's well aware of her surroundings. But you know, I think that's the one thing that I wanted to like really commend you on is that you still protect that image why mm -hmm. the fuck is that why 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 and help the listeners that are listening that are doing the same shit like why because it does you no good mm -hmm. i have i have lashed out i have posted on social media about dead me mm -hmm. niggas ain't shit i have done it all uh-huh but at the end of the day guess who's looking like the crazy person you. me when when people see me, they all they see is the bitter baby mama, mama. the angry uh -huh. baby mama. They don't see that the man is not doing what he's supposed to do. Right. They don't see that, okay, she had a baby by you. Get over it. Right. Move on. Be a man. Take responsibility. Right, 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 right. So I've learned that instead of me lashing out or you know what I mean? Like right, 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 right. It, it, it just it does me no good. Also, for my oldest daughter, I have seen the growth in him. Mm -hmm. And I respect him. And I tell him how proud of a man because he's a, he mm -hmm. was a street. He was a hustler. Right, right, right. He was a hustler. Mm. But he's grown. He has yeah. matured. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know and I've matured. I even got to, I've taken him off the child support. He no longer legally pays me, but he pays me every month on time. Okay. And I bet you. And that's called baby. growth, Yeah, though. that is called growth. A lot of motherfucking growth. We sat down as adults and he, he How did he get y'all there, though? So that's the, that's awesome. Communication. So, communication. Because it was a lot of years before yep. you can get there. Oh, so yeah. how long did it take from you from inception to bitter, crazy baby mama to now four years later, he's like, I want to be a part of her life. And to now she's 11 years old. So now what? Uh, fucking five years later? Mm -hmm. Five years later, yeah. yeah. Five really, years. by moving out here. Uh huh. So you moving, moving, out here, moving out here. Five years later, making him feel some kind of way, or was it because what? What was it? What do you think it, triggered that emotion or triggered that behavior to say, "Hey, I really, really want." I think it was just me, just taking a step back and just and letting him, letting him reach out to me, letting him. You know you what I mean? Probably felt the karma because you know when they say you don't. And and, and that's another and that's another thing. <laughs> I, I believe he felt some karma too. Mm -hmm. I believe he really felt some karma, and it was hitting him mm -hmm. because he was trying to grow and build a business, mm -hmm. but he was getting hit with other little and things. And he would man. say that, like, you know what I mean? Like, I know I need to do right. I know I need, you know what I mean? Right, 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 so right. I would, but I would just sit back and just be like, okay, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. When you're ready, I'm here. I'm right. My main thing is my motto is never shut the door on your kids' fathers. Okay. Never shut the door on them. Okay. Always leave that door open. I I, I feel that. And I think that a lot of the So you knew you were in an abusive relationship, mm -hmm. and did you think that a relationship with him 
Was it just random beating or just was just random argument? Did you cause the, the friction? Was it? Or what I was played it? my part. Okay, so you played your I, part. I, I, okay. I, I, I played my part. I never played victim. I okay. played my part. I don't believe that a man should hit you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There, yeah, there should be another yeah, yeah. outlet. But I played my part, meaning in our arguments or. Where did that come from? Where did anger, that come pain. from? With you feeling that it was okay for you to be, I'm gonna assume you were just as abusive as he was to you. Not physically, not okay. physically. No, I, I, and that's the thing. I've never put my hands on a man. So you never physically hit him first. Never. He would just randomly hit you after we you had, guys get into heated arguments. Uh huh. That would uh huh. Yep. Yeah, I never. I've never put my hands on him. Never. Now, how I lashed out though uh -huh. is, I keyed cars. I broke his window one time, mm -hmm. I fought girls. That's how I lashed out. Mm -hmm. Cause I felt like I can't beat you cause you a man. Your strength mm -hmm. is always gonna be stronger than, you, than yeah, me. Right, right, but right. I know how to get you in other ways. So you got him other ways. Hit him in his pocket, number one, with uh -huh. his cars. Yeah. I know you yeah. gotta take that money and try to get it fixed. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you <laughs> did that and he finds out and you would come home and he would beat the shit out of you or something? Or how does that No, like he, he, the one time he beat me, when he, when he really, really beat me, he beat me really bad too, as a matter of fact. He, um, I had gave a guy my number because I was at, to, I was to the point where I felt like you was doing you, you was cheating. I knew he was cheating. I knew he uh -huh. was, I knew he was a dog ass nigga yeah. to be uh -huh. truthful with right, you. Right, right, right. And I just got to the point where I'm like, I know who I am, so I'm not going to uh -huh. sit back and just let a man just completely play me. Like, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, I may right. love you. I may yeah. be with you, but. You ain't gonna just play me for no sucker out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to the point where I started to give out my numbers. Now I wasn't having sex with anybody, you right. know, or anything like that, but I was interacting with men. Right. And uh, one time we were at a club and the guy, I had gave a number to my guy previous to that and he texted me at five o'clock in the morning. Mm. And he seen it. Mm. And he beat the dog shit out of me at his house and helped me captive. I couldn't even leave. Why put me in a cold, so put me in a cold right shower now. with my clothes on. And then, and then took that me home to my mama. So much fucking memory. <laughs> yep. And then dropped me and took me home to my mama like that. I mean, I had two big black eyes. I had a busted lip, big old knot right here. Uh huh. But it, I was scared. You know what I mean? I was scared. And still like in love or whatever. I, and still in love. And still in love. You know I can yeah. to this though. You don't know that I can, but I can. Yeah, a lot of but a lot of women can't. They're just not open. I also yeah, felt though I had to really start analyzing his his history, his background, what mm -hmm. he's all been through. Mm -hmm. I feel like he had a lot of deep rooted issues inside of himself. I started to realize, do you really like women? Meaning, you know what I mean? Like right. is, is there something there's something going on in your right, childhood right, right, that's right. that's making you be this abusive person that right. you are. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So I mean and I got to that point where he, he finally, let me say this, it, it wasn't an everyday thing, you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. it was it was a few occasions, but it would be around people, something, you know what I mean? Like he slapped me before around right. people or things like that. Oh Wait, yeah. he did that in public Oh too? yeah, he did that, he did that. he's done that in public, mm -hmm. And like I said, it wasn't just physical, it was emotional, it was verbal. Mm -hmm. Oh, the verbal abuse was really bad. Oh, the verbal abuse was horrible, horrible. And I, but I just finally got to that point where the physical, I started to say, Put your hands on me. I'm calling the fucking police. You going to jail, mm -hmm. nigga. Keep playing with me if you want to. Mm -hmm. And he stopped. And it took you to say that. It took me to say that. It took me to really, because I know, and it's How mine. long oh. after did it take you to finally get to that point with him? Ooh. Years. 
years. Because when you said that when you had Rocky, he wasn't acting this way. So active. this happens during three and a half we, years that y'all so, together, right? Oh yeah, but oh yeah. This okay. happened in exactly this happened in three years that we were together. So meeting. this is happening in front of Ryder. It's not happening in front of Ryder. Okay. It's not happening. Okay. Thank so God. That, that, it's okay. not happening in Let's front of Ryder. Let's be clear. Exactly. Because that would have been another whole conversation that we, we would have Exactly. It's not happening. No, no. Thank so God. My, thank, thank God. Yes. Neither one of my children have ever seen me be physically abused. Thank you. In the name of Jesus. But I think what really made me start saying it is once I had my second child, I started to say, oh no. Because when I got abused that one time really bad, Ryder was there at the house when I had to come home. Now she was a baby, mm -hmm. so she she didn't understand that. You right. know what I mean? Right, 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 but right. she was there when I right. had to walk through that door with two big. You know, I mean, at that point they weren't. They were just my eye, my blood vessel, my eye had popped, so my mm -hmm. eye was bloodshot red. Mm -hmm. Thing. So that's what really led me to say, "Oh no, uh, uh I ain't gonna bring up two kids." Yeah, 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 yeah. You, okay. you know what I mean? That you, that's what you're not gonna do. And I knew in the back of his mind he never wanted to go back to jail. Right. Right. So right. in order for me to back you off of me, that's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. All right. So now we established that you were in an abusive relationship mm -hmm. during this three and a half years. You get pregnant. You have a Not baby. Three, we've, been, we've actually been together on and off for 10 years. So 10 years. Okay. 10 years. So when, when you had Rocky, at what point? And, and, and so, oh, wait. Okay. So let's take this back. He was in the picture before Ryder. He was in the right. He got the picture when Ryder was one and a half. Right. So Ryder's eleven now. So, so that's now like wait. 10 so years. you're still dealing with him now? I'm, okay. Okay, bitch. That's uh, my what shit. I was my like. shit is juicy. Yeah. Wait. So this oh is yeah. Why oh, I'm we like, we haven't. This is why I'm like, like trying to figure is, out, yes. you know, because I always yes. knew about BD one being, at, being involved, whether active, consistent yes. or not. Yes. I knew, but I also knew because I remember Rocky was just one years old. So okay, she was. So now you're in a space, you have Rocky and he's MIA on you. Yes, he's MIA for a so whole year. So let's get back to that. So he's he MIA for a whole year. For a whole year. For a whole year. Um, he comes around slightly. Slightly. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, he bought her some shoes one time. I remember one time he bought her a lot of, like, little Jordans, some shoes. Um, and I took him over to her house. You know, he's seen her. But we fell out again. Mm -hmm. Fell out again. Mm -hmm. That time, come to find out, he was having another baby. Mm -hmm. So we fell out because we had started messing back around with oh, each other. Oh, I see. Our, like I said, our relationship has been up and down, up and down for the past literally ten years. Literally, oil and water. Yes, yes. Not just men at all. No, just... no, not at all. Mm -hmm. So we fell out. Just have to be in the same can, though. Mm -hmm. just <laughs> so we didn't talk for a minute. Right. Um, the last time he has seen Rocky physically. It's been two and a half years ago when she was five. So he hasn't seen her. He has not seen her physically. But he talks to her. He no, he her. does not talk to her. So he, he has no. So so because when, when you say something like that, like physically, he hasn't seen her, it's because they can't see each other physically. No, he he, he just chooses yeah, not to. Just, no, he just chooses so not to. So this motherfucker just not nowhere to be found. At but I'm gonna be honest with you, I fucked up because I went back to sleeping with him, even though I knew he was not there for my child physically. Get the fuck. Okay, so okay, so we gotta tap into that, ladies. This is and what I ain't the only person. We, yeah, you're not. You're not. And this is why 
it's so it's so important that we talk about these things because these are some of the behavior repetitive mistakes that we continue to do for whatever fulfillment we need within ourselves mm -hmm. to feel that sense of security and value from whoever it is that abandoned us in the first place so you hold on knowing he ain't no ain't shit nothing ass motherfucking dude oh yeah period so oh, yeah so so knowing that knowing that knowing that I go, I knowing go. that Alright guys, I am so sorry to cut it short there, but tune in next week on Wednesday for part two of three, where we really dive into what we left off with. See you then. You were listening to Single Mama Married Podcast, an unorthodox therapy hosted by Mo McCarty. Visit us at www.singlemamamary.com or www.unorthodoxtherapy.org.